Hey, yeah, you. What if I told you we could have a deep conversation about life right now? Uh-huh, that's right. In this show, we ponder life and practice a growth mindset. I'm Ariana, your host, and this is Take a Second. Alrighty, thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Take a Second where we talk about life and most importantly, we talk about Jesus. You guys, these last five episodes have been great and I said I was going to finish the series of the R's of Life with the last episode, but guess what? We have another one where I'm going to expand more on refocusing our last R. Truth is, I released the last one and I just felt like God wasn't done speaking about this topic. And so today I just want to go a bit deeper into scripture and really see what is it that Jesus says about how we should live a life that is centered around him. So without further ado, let's get started. There is a story that's been in my heart the last couple of weeks and that's the one I will dive deep into. So this is from Mark chapter 8 verses 34 through 38 and you can find this one in the other gospels too but I really like it from Mark. So basically the story starts out by Jesus saying whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. For whoever wants to save their life will lose it. Whoever loses their life for me and for the gospel will save it. So this verse here is everything and pretty much gives the big picture of today's chat. Right after that, Jesus says, What good is it for someone to gain the whole world, yet forfeit their soul? If anyone is ashamed of me and my words in this adulterous and sinful generation, the Son of Man will be ashamed of them when he comes in his Father's glory with the holy angels. And that is where this passage ends. This is a strong one. A while ago, before I turned my podcast into an entirely Christian one, God called me out on what I was talking about before. He showed me that the messages that I was getting out were pretty and inspiring and whatnot, but they weren't really effective or powerful. I felt called out because God reminded me how his words are the only ones that bring life. It does not matter how pretty those other words are, they're empty. God's word is not always the prettiest, but it is the only one that has life and can cut through our souls, making a difference in how we live. This passage that I just read is a perfect example of that. Jesus is literally saying, you must deny yourself if you want to be my disciple. You must leave everything behind. And there are several examples where Jesus tells this to specific people. One that comes to mind is the passage where he talks about how hard it is for the rich to enter the kingdom of God. Another one, when he says that you can't even love your parents more than him. You know, Jesus is very radical, literal, and specific when he talks about this. It really isn't just a metaphor or some kind of cute figurative language. He's being serious. I really have such a strong feeling to talk about this because oftentimes the side of Jesus that we focus on is the loving one the tender one, the gentle one, the kind one. And yes, he is all those things. But he also isn't joking or messing around when he calls us to give our life to him. Now let's dissect this passage. 
Jesus starts out by saying that we have to deny ourselves before following him. And after that verse, he says that whoever wants to keep their life will lose it, and whoever loses it for his sake will keep it. There's something I have learned that will sound like common sense, but it really is easier said than done. And it's not until we live it that we can speak to this. And that is we cannot follow Jesus and follow the things of the world at the same time. We cannot serve Jesus and serve some other form of God here in the world at the same time. Jesus wants our 100% all the time. Not just sometimes, not just like an on and off relationship. I say this because following Jesus is not all butterflies and cupcakes. Following Jesus has been the best decision I've ever made in my life, but that doesn't mean it has been easy. It is instead a more difficult path. And this is biblical. Wide is the gate that leads to destruction, but narrow is the one that leads to life. Matthew 7, 13 and 14. And the whole point of this losing our life verse is we cannot follow Jesus and expect to have the same life. Not possible. We cannot follow Jesus and be a friend of the world. That is also biblical. Friendship with the world makes you an enemy of God, James 4.4. Sounds harsh, I know. But like I said earlier, God's words aren't always the prettiest. And we cannot pick and choose which verses to believe. This last episode was on refocusing our lives on Jesus. We all need to double check our focus every now and then. We all need to adjust it from time to time because it's easy to get distracted. We are humans and live in the world and God understands that too. I am so on fire about this message to be honest. Years ago, when I was only like 13 or 14, God planted this seed in me to give him my life. Revelation 3.16 says, Because you are lukewarm, neither hot nor cold, I want to spit you out of my mouth. I remember what I felt when I read this verse. The thought of God spitting me out of his mouth is not very cute. God wasn't asking me for some of my time or some attention. He was asking me to live a life that revolved around him. This is not something I learned entirely back then. I am still learning this. When we choose to follow Jesus, we have to want him every day, every hour, every minute. We have to want every part of following him. We have to want every aspect of what it means to follow him. And we can't really want the entirety of what it means to be a disciple and want our same life in the world at the same time. This is why Jesus said, you must deny yourself because you simply cannot be a follower of Christ and live the same way you did before. To follow Jesus means to be like him and scripture tells us that this world does not know Jesus. And so therefore, we as followers have to be different than the world. To me, there is nothing normal about following Jesus. Following Jesus is like cross-cultural, man. It means that you are choosing to go against what everyone else does and thinks. I like to think that focusing our entire life on Jesus is like using him as kind of like a filter in a way. 
whatever we do, whatever we say, whatever we think, we should make sure it glorifies him and reflects him and is aligned with what it means to be a disciple. You can't be friends with the world and follow Jesus. You can't serve something in the world and serve Jesus. You can't love the world and love Jesus. You can't be a part-time follower because Jesus is not a part-time savior. Come on. Don't be a part-time follower. Don't be lukewarm. You don't want God spitting you out of his mouth. And listen, I don't say the spitting out part to scare anyone or, or to intimidate or whatever. Everything is rooted in love here. But like I said on my last episode, you really can't have an encounter with Jesus and still be the same. That is not how it works because Jesus will change and transform your life and you will never be the same after getting to know him. Paul literally said that to him, everything became garbage after knowing Jesus. That is how powerful it is to have a relationship with him. So in a nutshell, live your life for Jesus. No offense, dude, you're great, but less of you and more of him. That's what it comes down to. Moving toward a self that is full of Jesus and empty of you. You really don't need yourself. You have the Messiah that can live in you and guide your life. And once you get to know him, laying down your life for him and denying yourself won't even be a bad thing. Not saying it will be easy because again, narrow is the gate that leads to life. And only if you find it, but it's worth it. And it's the best decision you can ever make. So my friend, you're cool and all, but Jesus is way cooler and way better. So give your life to him, even though it might cost you things. But I'm telling you, this race we run as followers gets us a price that the world will never be able to have. And that is Jesus Christ. Jesus is our treasure. And with that, I'm going to peace out and stay tuned for more of Jesus because that's what we all need. Okay, over and out. And until next time, this is Take a Second.